Father God, this Christmas we do want to pause and to worship and to offer you not just the praise of our lips or a few moments of our time, but all that we are and all that we have. As Jesus commanded us to love the Lord our God with all our heart and mind and soul and strength. Lord, help us this Christmas to say yes and to give you all that we are, to give you our hearts because you deserve it and because there's nothing better for us than to be in your presence and to honor you we pray it in jesus name amen please do take a seat and um i'm going to offer us a few thoughts for our christmas parents if your children have found their way away from you you might like to retrieve them (laughs) encourage them to to listen just for a few minutes and um, we're going to look this morning at Mary the mother of Jesus Um, I have a question as we start which is does anybody here have a favorite superhero yes James Iron Man Sophie Catwoman okay yeah any other favourite superheroes? Yes, Hannah. I didn't hear that, sorry. Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, good. Steve Thomas is <laughs> favourite superhero. Yeah, I've never seen him flying. And, okay, we'll just have another couple. Someone from the middle here. Yeah. Do you have a favourite superhero? Batgirl. Ah, I didn't know that was a Batgirl. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah, I have much to learn. Okay, and one over here, favorite superhero? Thor. Thor, yeah, he's a good hammer. Okay, well, the, it's, we're done with superheroes, but thank you for offering your favorites. The thing is that there are loads and loads of stories and movies that have superheroes in them. We like our superheroes, we like characters who win we like characters who have special powers whatever they may be Um, people who are special people who do things that are worth celebrating Uh, we like our heroes and uh, if we're honest we like the idea that we might be the hero too and that's not just the children but for those of us who are grown up the idea that we might get to win that we might do something worth celebrating is something that might get us out of bed in the morning. As we look at Mary this morning, we're going to see something there that takes us in quite a different direction because what we see with Mary, the mother of Jesus, is that it's in these few chapters around Jesus' birth that we see more about her than at any other time. She is a role model for us, but she's not a hero. She's a role model for us but she is no hero. The hero is powerful. The hero is a fighter. But Mary has no great power. She wasn't special, except perhaps that she was from the house of David. That's something that you might consider special about her. But actually, Given how many generations had gone past from the time of David, probably a high proportion of the people of Israel could claim some kind of 
descendancy from, uh, from David. So she wasn't that special. The only thing that was really special about her was that she was favored by God. When the angel appeared, he said to her, greetings, O favored one. The only quality that Mary shows that is distinctive is that she responds in faith. She says in Luke chapter 1 and verse 38, may it be to me as you have said, as God had chosen her to bear the Messiah as her baby son. She says, may it be to me as you have said. We see these two great themes of the New Testament, two great truths of our salvation, grace and faith. Mary didn't deserve the goodness that came to her. It was given to her simply out of God's favor. She responded with faith and said, since God has shown me favor, I'll receive that. I'll take it. It's a basic truth of the Christian life, but one that's surprisingly hard to grasp. One of my uh, favorite moments of 2014, just wonder whether it might be good to take the... (laughs) Thanks, Chemek, that's great. Christmas morning is very exciting. Um, One of my favorite moments of 2014 was a meeting that I had the privilege of taking part in, a meeting for better understanding with Muslims in the east of our city. And the theme of the meeting was Judgment Day. That was the theme that they'd chosen and that we decided to also share our understanding about. And it was great to have the opportunity to explain that on Judgment Day, we Christians know that we will be saved by grace. That is, that Jesus has done everything that we need to have done to make it possible for us to enter into God's presence for all eternity. And seeing the puzzled looks on the faces of many of our Muslim friends who were present. And when it came to time for questions and answers, there were hands that shot up quickly. And the question that was on a whole number of people's lips was, well, how does that work then? If, if God lets us off, if God forgives us, then what on earth is the point of behaving properly? Surely the whole of human society would fall apart if there's no fear of judgment day. If the things that we do now are not going to be rewarded and punished straightforwardly. And the best thing was that after I tried to explain this truth again, this truth of grace, unmerited favor from God, Sheikh Khan, the senior imam at the Stanley Road Mosque, stood up and said, I think what our Christian friend is trying to explain is, and then he explained the gospel perfectly. Because we'd had these kinds of meetings before and they'd heard the, he'd heard the gospel and he'd processed it and understood it and said, what our Christian brothers and sisters here believe is, boom. And, uh, and the, the penny began to drop. But even for us, the truth of the grace of God can be slow for us to grasp. But the story of Mary points us towards grace and it points us towards faith. Here's another thing about Mary. And uh, in Luke chapter 1... Just after Mary has been told this amazing news, the very next thing it says is this. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried 
to a town in the hill country of Judea. She rushed off. Why did she rush off? Well, she went to that particular town in the hill country because her cousin Elizabeth was there. She rushed off to, at the point where the man whom she had expected support from, Joseph, her, her relationship with Joseph was brought into question by this news of a pregnancy. Her instinct was to run off and find someone else to support her. Mary seemingly was someone who knew her need, not only of God, but knew her need of other people too. The last thing that we hear about Mary is at the end of the Gospels where she's at the foot of the cross. And what Jesus does as he dies is provide for her another son. He says to his disciple John, behold your mother, and to Mary, behold your son. He provides her afresh with someone with whom she can walk, someone who will be a support to her. Um, when you look at the world around us, even in the church, it's easy to see the prevalence of individualism. Not too many of us have celebrity star skills to be proud of, but most of us feel that if we're ever going to prove anything about ourselves, it's something we need to do solo. Henri Nuon says, you could say that most of us feel like failed tightrope walkers who have discovered that we don't have the power to draw thousands of people, that we couldn't make many conversions, that we were not as popular with the youth or the young adults or the elderly as we'd hoped, and that we were not as able to respond to the needs of people as we had expected. But most of us feel still that ideally we should have been able to do it all and do it successfully. Stardom and individual heroism, which are such obvious aspects of our competitive society, are sadly not alien to the church. There too, the dominant image is that of the self-made man or woman who can do it alone. Not so with Mary. She points us in a different direction. She knew her need of others. And lastly, from Mary's story, we read several times that she treasured up in her heart and pondered everything that she had seen and experienced around this new son, this Messiah. It shows us that Mary knew that she wasn't the center of the story. Mary knew that she was on the edge of a story that was really about Jesus. And so in looking at Mary this morning, it's really a route to come round by a side uh, uh, passage, if you like, to Jesus, who is the true center of it all. I have some friends um, who are part of a church in Cambridge called Cambridge Community Church. And for years, in an attempt to get the right mindset in their church community, they used a phrase. The phrase was, church, it's so not about me. Church, it's so not about me. And we could say that of the Christmas story. Mary knew that this birth 
It was so not about her, but about the one who was born. We may fear that if we bungle things, that the world will come crashing down around us. We may harbor somewhere in our hearts the idea that it's our responsibility to save the world. But the truth is, if we stuff things up, the world won't come crashing down. And it's not us who are sent to save the world, but Jesus. We sit on the edge of a story that properly includes us, but is really about Jesus. There's only one hero in heaven, and he is a slain-looking lamb. He doesn't have a cape. I'd like to play a song to you, which will provide an opportunity for reflection. It's a song about the wonder of Christ. And uh, it's uh, from a CD on which the, the woman singing this song will, at a certain point, encourage us all to join in and to sing with her. Uh, my encouragement this morning is that we don't listen to her at that point. We don't feel the need to join in with this song. But it's a very simple song about allowing the wonder of Jesus to come to us afresh. And my prayer for us this Christmas is that it will be just like that, that our fresh appreciation of the grace of God, our fresh appreciation of the provision of other people around us, and of how it's all centered on Christ, would describe this Christmas to us, dominate our thinking, and fill our hearts. So let's have a few moments of quiet. Father God, that is indeed our prayer, that we wouldn't rush through this Christmas, that our busyness would not prevent us from seeing you as you are. We pray that we too, like Mary, would catch a fresh glimpse of the grace, the endless love of God. We pray that you would put faith in our hearts to respond, to receive, to gratefully accept all of the riches of heaven that you pour out upon us in your great love. We pray that our challenges and problems and questions and doubts, however strong and real they may be, would not get in the way of that flow of grace from heaven's throne coming to us, but that you would give us the ability to receive from you, that we would be connected to the source of all love and all, all life, that we would experience forgiveness, that we would receive your power to overcome sin, that we would receive your power to forgive those whom we need to forgive, to be set free from the curses of others that have been spoken over us. We pray too this Christmas that you would connect us to your people, those whom you've given to support us, the, the other members of your body here on this earth who have gifts that are given for our good and to whom we in return can show your love and whom we can strengthen. We pray this would be a time not of individual glory, but a time of community, of connection with family, and with brothers and sisters in Christ. We pray for those especially who would be lonely this Christmas, that you would place them in families.
And we pray that again and again and again through this Christmas season, our thinking and our feeling and our dreaming would turn back to the Lord Jesus, the one who is indeed at the center of it all and whom we know we can gaze upon for all eternity without getting bored for a moment. The beauty beyond compare, captivating us, thrilling our hearts. Lord, with any of the contempt that comes from familiarity, would that drop away from us this Christmas? And may we be renewed in the simple first love appreciating Jesus for all that he is and all that he's done for us. Fill our hearts with worship as you fill our hearts with wonder, we pray, from the youngest to the oldest here present. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to sing again a closing carol. And I invite you to stand as we do so.